There are certain triggers within my family. Like, for example, if anyone says uh, red cabbage, someone has to shout red cabbage, no idea, uh, because we're all <laughs> Victoria Wood fans. Um, it's a few of those. But one of them is anytime Bono sings, well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. My mum typically has to go, I don't like that. I don't like that line. <laughs> that and there by the grace of God, I think are two, two lines that I'm increasingly becoming frustrated by. Welcome to the A to Z of happiness with Anya Pierce and me, Mark Stedman. Join us as we unpack the science of happiness one letter at a time. This week, it's G for gratitude. Well, we're talking about gratitude generally because it is G and this and in my infinite wisdom, I decided that uh, for this for this first season anyway, she says, looking to the future, like there's going to be like a shit ton more. Gratitude would be a really good place to start because it is such a cornerstone of positive psychology. Mm-hmm. But why we're talking about it today is the fact that I... This, 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 despite the 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 levity, the the the, the fizz, the the the, the shit ebullience in my voice, I feel like shit. <laughs> oh. uh, my my head is full of uh, soggy marshmallow. Well, not even bees. Bees bees make honey. Bees are doing shit. Sure. Like so, so, soggy marshmallow. I don't even know what that is, but ugh. and it's yeah. My brain. I am trying to focus whatever brain cells I have available uh, at my disposal uh, in this particular direction. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, let's just, let, I'm, I'm feeling grateful for being able to be upright today, I think is how yes. I'm starting. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful to, to be able to open my eyes, even if neither of them are focusing at the same distance. <laughs> and I'm very grateful for your ensuing uh, gra- uh, patience <laughs> as we record this as... Um, my brain wanders off in different directions and we don't have the toddler reins sufficiently secured. So, um, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, one <laughs> of the things I think it's it's worth having a little uh, insight, as they say, inside baseball moment here. Uh, let's <laughs> sort of go behind the podcast. And one of the, the discussions that we had fairly early on is that for you, I think more, more than for me, just because I my, my challenges are different, but we, we did talk about the value in showing up and hitting record when we're not at our best because there are certain aspects of because it's all very well us talking about how to be happy when it's easy but what do we do when it's difficult and i think gratitude especially is one of those there are so many relationships weird relationships that we have growing up i think that that are instilled in us you know relationships with gratitude with that concept yeah, yeah. And I definitely want to talk about, uh, you know, kind of toxic positivity and toxic gratitude, you know, about uh, how you should be grateful for things. And actually, you know, I think this is why it can rub some people up the wrong way. Mm. You know, you, 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 you mentioned about the Band-Aid thing, you know, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. You know, I, I was very lucky. Um, it's not often I say this, but and you'll see why when I finish this sentence. I was very lucky growing up in my household. <laughs> One of the good things mm. was that there was never any pressure to clean my plate. Mm. There was never anything of, you know, think, think of the starving children in Africa mm-hmm. if we're going to go Band-Aids uh, oh, yeah. along those lines again. Oh, yeah. You know, th- think about people who are less well-off than you. There was no, yep. you know... Don't be so ungrateful, you know, all those kinds of messages and things. And I think that 
being able to spot the good in our life, being able to recognize it, actually looking out for it as something we actively choose rather than as something we're being forced to do mm-hmm. is is hugely important because, yeah, there are days, you know, and, I, and I've had a few over the last few weeks and, you know, I'm, I'm having... I, I journal in the morning and I was doing it this morning, you know, just recognizing, okay, so what is going well right now? Yeah, my, my, I'm feeling woozy AF. I would quite happily crawl back under my duvet and stay there for the rest of the day. And there's a, there's a ton of things that I would love to do, <laughs> mm. including, you know, spending time with you, darling. So, yeah, it's just finding ways to nudge ourselves or nudge myself towards gratitude Mm -hmm. and almost being aware of what's going on in the moment you know right now in this moment as I'm talking to you through the power of the internet for which I again I am grateful you know the sun is shining streaming through my window I have sufficiently wrapped myself up in layers so that I am a good ambient physical temperature I have a hot flask of nettle tea, which I sip each time uh, I let you get a word in edgeways. You know, right here, right now in this moment, things are all right. Things are Mm. pretty good. And it's just taking that beat just to actually open my eyes and open my senses and open my thinking to notice these things. I, this is a leading question because I can see what's uh, what what we have to talk about here. Um, so there's you know speaking of segues, there's there's no other way to to uh, to do this. But um, how can we gamify this? Well, there's there are there are a bunch of ways. Um, one of them comes from uh, my dear friend Victoria Johnson, Vicky Johnson at the Museum of Happiness. She's a co-founder and director, and. We have something at the museum called Gratitude Bingo. I feel like I need a jingle. <laughs> okay, kids, everyone just get grab a pen and paper so you can play at home. But yes, yeah, she she was visiting her family up in Blackpool, near Blackpool, and her grandparents took her to play bingo. And they spent the whole time complaining. <laughs> like oh you know not getting the numbers how someone else was winning how like every little thing you know like the negativity bias we, we i've mentioned several times before like the negativity bias was on freaking steroids and and bless her vicky you know creativity on the drive home saying you know and afterwards saying well is there anything that you know you were grateful for because it's one of the practices she was doing you know to reset her bias Mm. was you know looking for three good things each day and she came up with this thing of gratitude bingo and it's a wonderful way to break the ice at an event or you know particularly with a crowd of people and so you know if this was a more interactive there's a group of us what i do is i say get a a piece of paper Mm -hmm. get a pen you know, I, I am a grown-ass adult, but yet I always have a, a stash of felt tips in my immediate disposal. <laughs> like, like in pots dotted around my flat. And uh, I, I just say... <laughs> I'm, getting a, I'm getting a Sharpie. I'm getting a Sharpie. I want a black one. There we go. All right. I've got my okay. black Sharpie. Okay. All righty. Okay. I've so this is... a piece of paper from Ooh. the printer. Okay. Shall we... I mean, we can play this together right now if yep. you want. Oh, okay. Wow. 
Here we okay. go. Gratitude bingo. You, you know when you're in good hands when a man automatically has a has a sound effect at his immediate fingertips. So <laughs> when he has, okay, he has. It's it's like phoning into BBC Six Music. So take your piece of paper and then divide it into four, into four quadrants. So like a line down the centre vertically and then a line horizontally. So we have four. Roughly equal boxes. We're, we're, we're not going to be uh, too fussy about things. And then when you are ready, just 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 give me a nod, audience. <laughs> um, in each corner, draw something that you are grateful for. And I'm going to try and do this without saying what it is that I'm drawing at the same time which, given my limited brain capacity, is really pretty difficult right now. I'm wondering if I put sunglasses on the thing that I'm grateful for <laughs> and do that. Well, I'm now looking for additional coloured felt tips so I can do oh, each okay. one in a yeah, different yeah. colour because that's how I roll, people. So, and I'm doing a drawing that and then... Uh, luckily, I kind of... Oh, what else am I grateful for? Well, I'm definitely grateful for that. I don't know how to draw that thing I'm grateful for, but that's fine. Yeah, and, um, and that's, that's the thing. Like, one of the things that often happens in this is people get hung up on their drawing skills. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Vicky and I show our stuff and it's like everyone, everyone chills down <laughs> after that because it's very... Stick, stick people all the way, people. <laughs> the bar is low. The, uh, the, 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 the bar... If, if, You'll chip on it if you're wearing flip-flops. It's that low. <laughs> oh, I need a fourth thing. Oh, of course. Uh, oh, hang on. No, that'll do. Right. Okay. So, okay. Are we, are, are we ready? Let's do this. Um, what we do now with Gratitude Bingo is we uh, read out what... Each person goes in turn reading out what they have. Mm -hmm. And if you've got the same thing or something very similar, bearing in mind that we are extremely relaxed on categorization. Oh, right, okay. I just thought you meant oh. as people, but yes. Yeah, well, that was that as well. So I'm going to read mine out and then you can like tick off any that you might have as well. Okay. And so the first one I've drawn and I and I and I can show you because you're you're Ooh. you're here with us. I know. I told I told you the bar was low, wasn't it? Didn't I? You you've done color and everything. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I go for the, the felt tips cuz like even if my drawing is shit, the fact that it's in colour just elevates it a little. Yes, indeed. Mm. If you'd like to see an image, uh, a to z of happiness dot com. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a photo of it. <laughs> gratitude. <laughs> Actually, it's, it'll be slash whatever. Anyway, link is in the show notes. A um, B C yes. D E. F yeah, thank you. Episode seven. There you go. Thank you. That's Episode what I was seven. To do. <laughs> I mean, I could have just looked at my notes. Let's right, right. What's on your first square? What's in the first square is a drawing of a book mm. which suggests kind of knowledge and studies. And I'm just grateful for all the books that I have around me at the moment which I've been consulting and all the research that people do into stuff. Because while some of it is a pain, has been a pain in my ass to try and track down this mm. week, I'm very grateful that it exists. Mm. So, yeah, the second box is a yellow sunshine. Uh, uh, what do I do? Uh, well, 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 well. No, that's not a, that's not a good noise. Um, there we go. I've got yellow sunshine. <laughs> yes, uh, and so also, what do I do when I've got when we've got a match? Well, 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 you can tick it off. Okay. 
You tick, tick, tick it through. Yep. Tick. Cool. Tick. I also have like a red. It, you, it's hard to know what it is without a description, but mm-hmm. I did mention it earlier. It's my flask of tea. So ah. anything tea, food, okay. sustenance related, I have that. I have it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm. Yeah, we, mm. you, might, you might be able to stretch it. Mm. And then my last box is a row of stick people and a heart. Oh. And that is for, you know, friends, relationships, the good people who are in my life, who I love and who, for reasons which often escape me, seem to feel in a similar amount of uh, affection and appreciation in response. (laughs) All right. So you, you're obviously very practiced at this. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, I've done this like a few times in. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm a oh. 40 year old man, not a not a four year old child. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's just how I present when it comes to drawing. Look, Again, there's no uh, judgments here. A to Z of slash seven. Um, okay, so my top left square is a big is a big sun. He is wearing uh, sunglasses uh, because he's he's he might blind himself. The next one <laughs> is fire. Uh, mm. To to it's very literal um, because I'm warm. Uh, and I my my heater kicked on uh, as we were talking, and I was able to turn it off because I'm warm enough. So I'm grateful to be I'm grateful to be warm enough. Which, in this, you know, if I can if I can take the game show host hat off for a second, of course. In this uh, current time that we are living in, is not something to be taken for granted. Absolutely, absolutely. The next one, bottom left, is a magnifying glass. That's what that was, uh, which signifies my. Uh, ability uh, at the moment to find opportunities uh, for uh, for life and for work and for those kinds of things. So my sort of, uh, I'm grateful at the moment to have opportunities not falling at my lap, but p- to be able to go out and seek them. I love that. And then of course the the the, the bottom right is kittens. Well, cats. Because uh, I'm grateful to Roscoe and Bailey, who at the moment are keeping me from making my bed. I saw them this morning. I was reminded of that Bangles lyric from uh, Manic Monday. These are the days where you wish your bed was already made because it looks like a state, but it's got two sleeping cats on it. So there's nothing I can do. Because <laughs> they obviously take priority. Of course. They do. I'm not going to disturb two sleeping cats. I'm not a monster. I know. <laughs> so that's gratitude bingo. That's gratitude bingo. Uh- but I think one of the things it does do, and I've just shown this right now, you know, it, it, it can be practical or conceptual. It can be, and even just sharing, even, even though, you know, we only had like one in common, you know, because it's, it's quite a small, a small group, you know, finding the commonalities, but also getting an insight into someone else's life and the way that they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think these are the ways which... You know, and that is one of the things which, uh, you know, Dr. Robert Emmons talks about in his ARC model of gratitude. You know, he, he says it amplifies, rescues and connects. Mm. And, you know, this idea of connecting through gratitude, you know, connecting with ourselves, connecting with the world around us, connecting with what's going well in our lives. But, yeah, you know, connecting to, to, to one another, I think. I, I, I'm going to say, I don't think it's going to be a controversial statement, but I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It might be just a British thing. I don't know whether it's a human thing, but it feels like it's particularly British to connect through complaining, mm. <laughs> to have conversations about what's going wrong in life. 
and they're like an almost a level of one-upmanship. I'm thinking of kind of various 1960s comedy sketches. Yes, I'm, think, na- yes no, I'm now thinking of the Four Yorkshiremen. Can you, because I've only got a dim recollection of that, but as soon as I was talking and I looked at you, I went, <sighs> he's a man who knows, because I'm just like, at least you had a cardboard box. That kind of, <laughs> that joke. If, uh, yes, uh, if you would have told me 40 years ago, that I'd be sat here drinking Chateau de Chasselet, I would have, uh, I, I, yeah, well, you know, I, I would have told you you're mad or whatever. We, and, and it, yes, it's, 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 for, it's four people. It, it was made, I think, for the 19, at last the 1948 show, pre-Python, and it is these four Yorkshiremen who are competing to tell each other how hard they had their life. Yeah, so, you know, of course we had it tough. There were, Fourteen of us living in a shoebox in the middle of the motorway, and every morning we had to get up half an hour before we went to bed and lick the road clean with tongue, uh, and we'd have to go down the mill and pay the mill owner permission to come to work. And when we got home, our dad would slice us in two with a bread knife. And if you try and tell the young people today that, they won't believe you. And it is just, it's yeah, competitive, competitive complaining. But yeah. no, absolutely, like whether it's whether it's the the pub, state of public transport or the weather or whatever we will find or how we haven't had enough coffee in the morning oh god we will (laughs) we will find things to connect uh and complain about absolutely yeah and i mean i am aware i loved uh the actor stephen mangan was one Mm. on one of these talking heads things and I forget what the subject was, but he did say... I love the 1990s, probably, or something. Well, I don't know. It, it might have been something <laughs> like that. But he did say about how actually, you know, list, asking someone about the weather actually wasn't about the weather, and they were kind of sharing, you know, their, their emotional truth, but mm. they, di- they didn't like to say it. So, you know, so, so, you know, how, you know... Oh, yeah, it, it isn't the weather, you know, a bit rubbish. It isn't the weather kind of cold and wet at the moment? You know, actually reading that as, ah, you know, this is someone who's... who's Perhaps moved, a little down at heel. Down at heel, you know, down in spirit. So that I think there are things, there is nuance in the complaining or the subtext in it yes. more. Yeah. You know, it's like reading between the lines mm. of it. And and because I, I think it can be quite threatening for some people to talk about what they're grateful for mm. you know i'm just thinking kind of Brene brown talks about foreboding joy Ooh, that doesn't yeah sound good. yeah it's kind of this thing of not of, of always waiting for the other shoe to drop oh yeah sure. and so you don't really want to fully let yourself absorb the good things because you have this horrible foreboding feeling of them ending. It's all going to go away. Yeah. It's all going to go away. So if I don't let myself get emotionally involved with this right now, I can, the story I tell myself is if I don't get involved with it now and I don't really absorb it now, it will hurt less when it leaves and it will. Mm. You know, it's always having the end in mind. And while, you know, to get... Sprinkle a bit of Buddhist on, on your breakfast this morning. You know, the whole thing, everything is in change. Everything's impermanent. You know, the, the, the sense of things continuing and being stable and secure is, is an illusion. But mm. it's a real illusion, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real mirage. Mm. <laughs> and, 
you know, this is one of my own, one of the, one of the few things which I say, which I think is actually my own. Um, uncertainty is the wellspring of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And having, this is why, you know, we kind of want to tell ourselves these negative stories about things ending is because we don't want the uncertainty of when they will end. Oh, how things will... God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, I think you're surprised by how well that resonated with me. Like, yeah. I, I you know, t- tiny little example, just because it's the first one that comes to mind. I remember being about 14 and my parents sort of punishing my brother for not keeping his room clean enough because he had the big room in the... Uh, in, in our house, of course he did because he was the big brother. Mm. Uh, and so there was a sort of a, you know, mum at the end of her tether uh, finding whatever she was finding uh, in various places. I won't embarrass him now because he's quite a uh, uh, an important person. But, you know, we, we were kids. And um, so the punishment was that I was allowed to occupy that room <laughs> for an unspecified period of time. Oh, it's the unspecified bit. That's the cuff killer exactly so i elected to move back you know i i i I stuck it out for a week or two and moved all my stuff in and he moved all his stuff out uh and yeah i stuck it out for a week or two and i was like no i i I want this to go back to what it was because i know at some point this has to this has to end (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i think you know just grab my collar if i wander off down a rabbit hole too far but i do wonder whether you know, some people end things, like particularly relationships, romantic relationships, you know, prematurely mm-hmm. because they can't bear the uncertainty of the other person leaving them. Mm. And there's you know, a certain amount of agency in, you know, in, in doing that, and yeah. which is a shame, really, you know, because, you know, the other, you know, the other, I mentioned, you know, the ARC model, you know, the other two are amplifies and rescues. You know, and gratitude can rescue us from that kind of insecure thinking, can rescue our mood, can rescue us from, you know, we we have, we've evolved these tricky brains that are designed to keep us safe, not make us happy, you know, and being rescued from our own negativity bias at times can be, you know, hugely helpful. I mean, one of the examples that I've got has been, I spent a lovely day with my partner before Christmas and there was just like like 12 hours together something like that you know it, 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 to, to the point where you're thinking are oh, you not bored yet you know apparently but apparently no you know putting up the Christmas tree and etc etc and it was it was a lovely day and I was and I got a bit a bit tearful about doing the Christmas tree thing because you know the first year without my mum you know, hadn't dressed a Christmas tree with someone for a long time. But there was like this 10 minutes where he said something at an inopportune moment. And afterwards, I could not shift my thinking and my physical sensation memory of it. Mm. And it was like, have someone creating a beautiful birthday party, got all the guests there, made all the lovely food, baked me a cake decorated it there were gifts like his, his gifts were the only ones I had to open on Christmas day you know so this is where the analogy comes from and then like finding a fingernail in the icing <laughs> in the frosting <laughs> and like and you're like okay 
Okay, you have a full complement of fingernails. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> how do I have to do a DNA test? What the hell? <laughs> and it is that thing, you know, that small thing ruins the rest of the cake and the rest of the party, you know, because your mind keeps going back to the uh, of finding that. And, you know, how I rescued myself and brought myself back to, you know, out of this kind of loop, really, this, mm-hmm. this, this rumination was to sit down and write a long list, a full page of all the good things that happened that day. Mm. To actually remember the other 11 hours and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, and I say it was like a 10-minute chunk, it probably wasn't even that, it's probably like four, mm-hmm. you know, but, and actually just reorientate myself towards the good things that happened that day and the relationship and you know all the special things so I could just nudge myself away from you know the negativity bias which was holding on gripping like a dog with a bone onto this one small exchange which in the greater context was uncomfortable was bad but wasn't enough to outweigh everything that was good and I think you know, this is the, you know, the first letter of the ARC model amplifies. Actually, just sitting down and writing that list to amplify, you know, the the good things, not to drown out the bad one, but to provide counterbalance. And I think that is the thing. I've recently started daily journaling because I've been doing, I've been keeping a uh, a weekly journal which I sort of update every day, but it's, it, you know, it's meant to have a weekly scope. So it's not really thinking about each particular day. Uh, and I've been doing that for about 18 months or so. And uh, I have switched uh, over the last couple of weeks, well, since uh, the beginning of the year to this daily journal and that habit of thinking about reflecting on the day, reflecting on the positivity uh, you know, I, I write something that I'm I'm grateful for, or something that I something that's positive, that's good, that I'm pleased about or proud of, whatever. Uh, mm. And I have space for the for something that I'm less pleased about. And so far, I've been able to put something in the positive column every day, or the positive mm. box every day. And there's been one or two days where I'm like, I don't have to fill that in. I don't have mm. to fill that box that that negative box in if I don't really have anything. You know, I had a bit of a headache yesterday. That doesn't mm. really feel like it needs to warrant going in the box. I don't have that. I'm not finding that at the moment that difficulty in, you know. And and that that won't always be the case. There will always be days where I know where it's going to be really hard to find that positive thing and then I think that's where gratitude comes in to be grateful for, you know, the roof over my head even if, you know, I'm feeling precarious or feeling precarity or knowing that I've got company, knowing that I've got someone that I can pick up the phone to and say I'm having a bad day, like that's something to be grateful for. So yeah, so, yeah they, those are, those are some some things we can do, but I think there's more, and I I, I like the idea that uh, that I think we should get into of thinking about what we overlook normally because we it, it's easy to yeah like we're, when we're trying to find the good things. It, I guess it can be easy to overlook some of the things that you know, maybe we take for granted or feel too small. Yeah, I think it, but it's an interesting one, you know, because 
you know, the, 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 the classic gratitude exercises, you know, what are the three things you're grateful for? And to journal about them each night. And, you know, and it sounds and it's not dissimilar to what you're doing. And, you know, research does suggest that that can be, well, research and anecdotal evidence, actually. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'm doing, uh, hopefully I'm completing soon. Uh, <laughs> it depends on a dissertation. Um, an MSc in Applied Positive Psychology. And one of the first exercises we did was putting in like a positive psychology practice into practice. And all, you know, the my fellow students who were doing the gratitude thing were like, holy shit, I'm sleeping better at night. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it says that will happen, but I didn't think it would happen to me. <laughs> you know, to, 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 to paraphrase. To quote, me. yes, a uh, playboy, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> Imagine my um, surprise. Yeah. Um, indeed. And I, and I think one of the things I've noticed when I have deliberately kept one in the evening has been keeping an awareness through the day of things to write down in that journal. Mm. And I think, you know, you had your, as in your gratitude bingo, the magnifying glass, mm. actually taking that in the metaphorical glass and just looking at your ordinary day-to-day -day life mm. through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can see so much that we do, you know, ordinarily take for granted. It, it reminds me of a little bit of thinking about if you were to write a piece of stand up and you might think about some something awful that's happened in your recent past or that you're going through right now. And I think for, for people who really take that craft seriously, there is that thought in the back of the head as however horrible this is going to be a great story or it's going to be a great bit to, to write and I like the idea of being able to apply the same kinds of things to the journal like oh this is going to be good good meat for the you know for, for the daily journal yeah because it then it goes again it is this thing of reorientating away from our negativity bias yeah and you know it is quite easy and I and I've definitely been guilty of this myself of being grateful for the same things time and time again <laughs> but actually just getting really granular and you know, this is why, you know, in, in, in my gratitude journal, you know, gratitude bingo just now, you know, just m m mentioning my flask of tea. Because mm. that is, you know, I'm grateful to Pastor Anya for having the presence of mind to, to, oh, to make yeah. it so that I would have this to sip. And, and this idea of having, a, I've got a glass of water as well, but a warm drink, you know, this research suggests that that also like warms your, your cognition. Mm you know, warms your emotional temperature as well, you know. So that's, that's a nice little extra thing that previous Anya either probably subconsciously thought about, mm. but just having this kind of, this small thing that makes my life easier. I love being able to have that bridge between the future and the past, to be able to, you know, when, Mark, when, when future Mark makes a coffee for past Mark, Mm, other way around when past mark makes a coffee for future mark who who is then present mark and then yeah that is always that's a lovely thing to wake up to you know it's like ah oh, well done past mark you 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 did me a solid there you, you you made a pot of coffee and it's already on uh and all i've got to do is pour you know uh those moments or getting getting a little bit ahead of a project and realizing like though though you know realizing oh that i didn't have to do that today because past me got 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 my back i love i love those little moments i think i think they're great 
And, you know, I tend to do a lot of batch cooking. Mm, yeah. And, you know, because when I've got the energy to cook, and, and I've got a slow cooker as well, which makes it so much easier. So, you know, right now, you know, this morning I was going, oh, I feel, okay, so I've got, ooh, I've got homemade parsnip and coconut soup in the freezer hello i made i made so that's that's lunch sorted i've got the bread i made a couple of days ago so i can have a nice slice of toast with it mm-hmm. and then this evening i have got homemade aubergine curry in my freezer boom you know past i like, did you a solid did you several solids she she is yeah yeah, yeah. But i mean and, and it is this you know another aspect of kind of like self-compassion i think of just recognizing certainly for me i you know i guess it's different for different people and the, and the timelines and stuff but for me it's having a recognition that of my vulnerability and mm. my fragility a very practical level you know when i have bad days i don't have anyone who lives nearby who can look after me you know and so you know, I am always incredibly grateful to past me. Like the number of times I've gone, oh, I must be running out of this. Oh, crap, I need to, oh, but I'm not due another delivery until, oh, no, past me has already ordered three mm-hmm. bottles of washing up liquid, <laughs> which i completely forgotten about, but I'm very grateful for. Yes. Explains why my cupboards are so damn full. Because <laughs> like my, 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 you know, I'm always thinking about future Anya. Yeah. I'm always going, okay, love, how can I make your life easier? How how can I look after you? And, you know, feeling a tremendous amount of gratitude and appreciation for, you know, that there's a certain level of conscientiousness I have, which can sometimes feel a lack of reciprocation with others. Mm. <laughs> Choosing my words carefully. Mm. Like the, 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 the people who I love the most tend to be also conscientious. And so... It's, it's very helpful. But having this appreciation of that particular strength and quality in myself that's, yeah, is it's always looking out for me. It's got my own back. And I think, and it really makes me think about how that is often born on the backs of others as well. You know, having people who can... Well, they're not being able to look after me when I'm not well. This idea of just thinking, you know, not just being grateful to multiple selves, mm-hmm. <laughs> my multiple selves, but like, but genuine others. Yes. And I think this idea of asking ourselves, you know, who, you know, who am I grateful to? Mm-hmm. Which brings us back to, to see. Yeah, brings us back to see. Brings us back back to connect. Yeah. And, you know, gratitude, yes, you know, it helps with things like pain management. It helps with chronic illness. It helps with us sleeping better at night. But it also really helps improve relationships. And, you know, there's the classic is a gratitude letter. You know, actually taking the time to think of someone in your life who you're really grateful to. And going to, you know, just just sitting down for like 20 minutes and writing them you know, something, some people send it, some people go over and give the person the letter, other people don't, it's actually, you know, sometimes the person who you're grateful to is no longer around to receive the gratitude, but writing, actually just putting it into words can be a really powerful thing, and particularly, you know, if you do share it, and being really specific, 
But even if, you know, you don't go to those lengths, you know, I, I, is there someone you could send a text message to? You know, because we send text messages so often, you know, as I say, text, the WhatsApp or whatever. Oh, your, mm. your, your platform of choice, mm. you know. <laughs> other, other, other messaging services are available. Exactly. That's, the, that's the, the, the caveat I was looking for. And actually just being really specific, you know, not just saying, oh, you know, I'm really grateful to have you in my life. That thing of, you know, I'm really grateful. I feel so grateful to you for when you, you know, picked up that shopping for me when I had the flu and I couldn't get out of bed, you know, or whatever it might be. Something as simple as I'm grateful for you for asking how I was yesterday, as in, yes. you know, because you knew that I was having, you know, I was going in for a, for something or I, I was, you know, whatever it is, like being grateful that someone spared you the thought, I think, it, it, yeah, is, is, is something to, to reference because not everybody does. Yeah, and that's kind of, you know, one of the, you know, gratitude is often considered synonymous with appreciation mm. and i think you know the gratitude is just is is almost like the noticing but appreciation there's like an extra level to that there's a communication level i think in that there's a more of a pause you know and then you get into kind of like savoring mm. which is really basking in it you know the neuroscientist rick hansen says that we our minds are like velcro for the bad stuff and teflon for the good yeah and I, if I recall correctly, it's something like, because we, we remember bad things instantly. There's a, an evolutionary bias towards it because it kept us safe. You know, yeah. we learn information that way. Hence, um, hence the brain keeping us safe, not, not making us happy. Exactly, exactly. But to get the same amount of stickiness from the good stuff, actually having to spend about, I think it's like 20 seconds really soaking it up, savoring it. And I'm thinking 20 seconds because, you know, another thing that gratitude actually helps activate is oxytocin, mm. which takes us again back to the connect thing. And from what I recall correctly, you know, when you hug someone, you know, it's, it's the, it, the ideal length is about three slow breaths together. That is the, the amount of time it takes to trigger oxytocin generation in our body. Uh, and then it lasts for about 24 hours. And so, yeah, actually just making time to, yeah, I think that that is why this whole thing of sitting down and writing a letter or even being really specific, it gives something for our own oxytocin levels to to activate. <laughs> latch onto, yeah. <laughs> to latch onto, yeah, and give them time to really come online. Well, with that then, should we, should we bring this bring this to a close? And you're, you're going you're gonna to bring us home with... Uh... Uh, a meditation. I am because it's really, this is something which I do in the happiness facilitator training because it, it came about because we often do like a body scan, like the previous one, which is like show, showing gratitude for our body. And then Vicky was like, can you do like a gratitude one afterwards? It's like, shit, normally that's the one I do for like being, being grateful. And I haven't written it down. So it's always a bit different each time. And I am conscious of the time. So I will try and do an abbreviated version if I can. But yeah, if it feels safe and comfortable to do so, to close your eyes and just kick back for the next, I'd like to say five, but more likely 10 minutes, I would love to bring all these threads together. And there's a pun in that, as you will discover. So yeah, just take a moment to 
Take a breath. Close your eyes or perhaps simply lower your gaze. Notice the rise and fall of your breath. Not looking to change it, just noticing your body shift with each breath. Noticing your sitting bones on the seat or the surface beneath you supporting you. Your feet on the floor. Whatever is coming into contact with your hands. I'm just inviting you just to notice the contact of your clothes on your body right now. The hosiery on your feet. Whatever is hugging you, enrobing you. And just allowing and inviting a moment of gratitude for these garments that are keeping you warm and clothed and protected right now. Taking a moment to think of all the unseen hands that have ensured that these clothes are encompassing you right now. All the clever minds that have grown the plants, woven the fabric, dyed, cut, sewn, transported, perhaps bought if you're wearing something that's a gift. It's so easy to take what we wear for granted at times, but there's so much love and care and effort that's going into what's coming into contact with your bare skin right now. And then I'd love to invite you to just expand your awareness a little bit more to your immediate surroundings. Whatever you're sitting on, sitting in front of, standing in, however you're listening to this right now. And just taking a moment to recognize all of these things that are here that quite probably make your life easier, make your life more connected. And feeling an awareness and gratitude for all the unseen hands, all the effort, all the kindness, all the care, all the work that's gone into creating all of these things that are around you that it's so easy to take for granted in your day-to-day living. And yet through unseen threads of connection have arrived and here, now, in this moment, with you, supporting you. And then on the next out breath, just taking our awareness out even further. I'm going to do this in a gentle flowing action now to the building that you're in. The space that you're in the unseen hands that have woven together material and concept and allowed you to be in this environment, whatever it is, and then 
drawing back even further and further and further feeling yourself pull up and out giving you a global view and imagining the earth now with all these crisscrossing threads this interwoven fabric of interconnection from the past the present and the future all these unseen hands of all these people who we don't know you don't know and yet whose effort whose thought whose consideration whose presence weaves the world weaves the world and supports it in this mesh of ordinary miracle And then I'd just like to invite you just to feel all of this care, all of this love, all of these threads as we just descend gently, slowly through all these threads of connection, all these unspoken things, all these unknown things that connect us to one each other, back through, back to the earth and back to where you are in this present moment. And just taking a moment again to feel the clothes on your skin. Realizing again how they are literally and metaphorically woven from the fabric. Made from all these unknown people, all these unseen hands. All this love and care and thought and effort that surrounds you and protects you for the rest of your day. The A to Z of Happiness is presented by Anya Pierce and me, Mark Steadman. It's produced by Origin and you can find us at a2zofhappiness.com where you'll also find links to the things we discussed. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them, whichever way is easiest for you. Take care and do join us again next week on the A to Z of happiness. Mm-hmm.